0: My daddy will now make an announcement.
1: So sad. sad. Hudson's here. Be forewarned. Sorry. I hope they can't hear that horrible sound that I hear. Do you think they can hear? The horrible sound. I, I hope
0: it's. That I hear? I
1: hope. Welcome to the Bitter's pill. My name is Dan Class. I am in my garage under the fly path. Under the lo- what? I don't know. <laughs> I've only been doing this for uh, hmm. over a decade, and I can't remember Hi, the my na- okay. My name this okay. Welcome to the welcome to the bitterest pill. Uh, my name is Dan Class. No, that's not how it goes. How does it go? All right, Dan Class, Bitters Pill podcast, under the flight path in my garage. You basically have—that's it. That's the gist of it. That's it. We're done. Was that an hour? I think so. <laughs> Was this might be got? an hour fifteen? Because it felt like an hour. There's a little bit of buzz. So, so as as usual, I mean, because this is what happens when I'm alone. I I come in here at the last minute. I just. Just iron out all the technical difficulties by the hair on your chinny chin chin, mm-hmm. and then start the show. So, luckily, in keeping with tradition, you and I have succeeded in doing, the in exact doing same that thing. tonight. Because I or today tonight, wow, it feels like eleven thirty at night. Because I hear, but do you hear buzz? Yeah, you still hear that. I'm no saying. I wonder if it's just that our mics are well. What
0: I've noticed is that when I, when I turn up my microphone, the buzzing worse. noise gets. Exponentially worse. Yeah, It's,
1: it's, it's definitely you being here. Yeah, it's, it's me. not me.
0: It's my pr- my presence. It has a you because listen, listen. Pill.
1: That sounds pretty normal That's what that was without you. No, here's you I'm Yeah, it's all it's all you being here It has nothing to do with the fact that you're using a microphone that we use once every five years It has nothing to do with that. It's my presence. It's just you. It's my aura as a human. Exactly So I'm gonna take this uh, pop filter off because that this is just not gonna work fair So welcome to the show. So everyone listening at home in five days, when I finally get around to putting this out, um, this is really the level of audio proficiency that you should be expecting. God, this is just... And I'll explain why we're behind schedule. There we go. Okay. Now, part of the reason we're behind schedule is because I'm in the mistake when Hudson woke up of, instead of saying, hey, buddy, we're going to do the show, so I'm going to make you breakfast right away, I, I said what? Let's watch Spider-Man? Yes. I did actually say that. I said, hey, I watched a little um, Spider Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2 last night, and I thought it was pretty bad, and I should show you Amazing Spider-Man 2 so you can see how bad it is, and then I put it on, and then we really... We, um, we enjoyed it. We liked it, and then yeah. started watching it a lot. <laughs> and then...
0: <clears throat> Basically, yeah. I've spent the last six months like berating that movie having never seen it just right. for existing. Just, right, 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 right. Just for Toby Maguire's memory, I have been just <laughs> raking that movie over the coals, having no idea how good or bad it is. Right. And now that I've seen it and I it is at the very least entertaining, <clears throat> I'm wildly disappointed in
1: myself. Well what was your problem with it? Probably the same thing I, I just made all these assumptions about too many villains. Yeah. The whole thing is too soon, first of all. Oh absolutely. The whole thing is too soon. Too many villains. I still can't accept uh, Sally Field as Aunt May. I don't know if that's because her hair is brown or I kind of grew up with Sally Field. Like, I don't know what seems horribly wrong about that. And then last night when I watched the very beginning of it, Spider-Man looked like a two-dimensional cartoon. In the very beginning on my little phone, it just kind of looked like no attempt was made to kind of embed him in the scenes. But then when you and I watched it on TV, it was like, oh, this is... Actually, not bad. Yeah, it's... Hey, we're on camera, you know. I know. I know. Do you need to step away? No. (laughs) You sure? Yeah. Hudson's had a cold, okay? Just... Yeah, give me a second. Hudson's had a cold. So you're off camera. You're not doing anything. That's fine. No one knows what you're up to. You're just pretending. You're just straightening your hair. This is all a bit. It's all... all, Trust me. All the nose stuff? Trust me, it's all a bit. Actually, this is an actor that I met uh, six weeks ago. His name is Sebastian Klein. That's me. Uh, we met in an audition for a kleenex commercial and i said hey you know i do this podcast my real son is kind of an ass he won't do the show with me anymore could you come on and pretend to be hudson and then we'll riff do you know anything about spider-man he said no so i I gave him some uh, videos to watch i
0: actually just got a call that i did not get the kleenex thing so even more so the money from this is going to be you know great help to me and my family
1: i'm sorry what that sound is driving me nuts is that it really is you
0: yeah, it's me, everything right. is me
1: every <laughs> so what do you think so here's the thing so obviously no planning has gone into this whatsoever no right okay. we um we get all the problem the problem with you and I doing a show, Hudson, yeah. You and I have already had all these conversations in the car. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Driving to school and back, friends and back, shopping and back, moving. You know, so there's actually no real reason. No offense. Oh no, no. For no you no to sit it. down and uh, talk with me, or vice versa. Yeah, basically. Unless you want to just talk about colleges and stuff, should we? F- should we have our like serious college no. conversation?
0: Wouldn't it be so funny? Yeah, if you set up this live stream and go, "All right, guys, so now you're going to learn how to sign up for financial aid."
1: Right, Hudson. As I a junior right. in high school. I need to have a finally a serious talk with you about your college planning. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, SMC. <laughs> SMC. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And no offense to Santa Monica no, College, but you, we've been paying for you, you to go to college. private school since you were five, and you're going to go to SMC. No, no no we've no. been busting your balls to get to you through calculus and all this stuff and i'm gonna go to smc and then learn how to uh, you know airbrush cars no <laughs> not that no. there's anything wrong with that but you know you're trying no. kinda... to we we have a i'd love a job airbrushing cars by the way really that's what my guidance counselor told me i should do are you serious yeah um i had stopped taking i don't know if it's because i stopped taking math or I didn't want to go into business and she knew I took art classes. So she said, you know what you should do, Dan? Um, go to the trade school and learn how to airbrush designs on the sides of vans. <laughs> I'm dead serious. And now
0: you Because it was are,
1: 1982 and now we you were still doing that. The number two airbrusher of vans in the greater Los Angeles That's County That's right. Area if you, you need a Frank Frazetta poster ripped off and airbrushed onto the side of your van, and maybe the words gas, ass, or grass, nobody rides for free. I'm your man. I went to the Monroe County Bosey school to learn how to airbrush knockers onto a, a Chevy panel van. That's what I was dealing with. Yeah. So so please That's be it. understanding when your parents are like, you got to, you know what I mean? No, We're of like, course. Because we feel like we should maybe give you some of the guidance that we clearly didn't yeah, it's get. So funny. At least I didn't get.
0: Well, yeah, I remember mom telling me the story of basically like y- you walk into her guidance counselor and then there's like the the secretary pile yeah. and the nurse pile. And they're just sort of yeah. like, eeny, meeny, miny, for mo. For the females? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, even, a, even as late as the early 80s, it oh, was absolutely. definitely like, oh, your, your breasts stick out of your body then yeah you wanna here's your a or b come with me miss are you squeamish around blood yes okay teacher yeah though I think that was pretty much it basically yeah well even her well it's her parents generation really it wasn't her parents per se but they were very much like well you should you could be a secretary at the big corporation where we work you know yeah cuz that's what you did if you couldn't get into nursing school, apparently. Oh my God.
0: And if you by any chance were screamish around both blood and typewriters, well, you're finished.
1: You're done. You, di- you had you to yeah, get yeah, married. You had, yeah. you had to get married right away. So it was, you had to, yeah. Just like hair and nails, man. Hair and nails. What, what do you think we should talk about? Let's talk about. Is there anyone in the chat room? Like, no, like not even uh, anyone.
0: If anyone. If anyone in the oh, chat wait, room there, wants to search. Surf- oh, are these people?
1: Uh, no, these are... I think that's a fake... I think those are both not real people, Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah. It's you, me, and two fake people. If and two anybody, robot
0: things. If anybody wants to join the chat room, I am willing to mercilessly make fun of them.
1: Oh, that's inviting.
0: Or they can mercilessly make... No, no, no. Even better, you guys they mercilessly should, make fun of me. They
1: should make fun of me to you because I can't see the chat room.
0: This would be a perfect chance. Well, yeah, what, what you do,
1: you... Of course, I have no secrets, so it's not like they can ask you a question that they wouldn't... You know what I mean? Yeah. So
0: yeah, it's sort of like, hey, what secret are they going to ask you that they wouldn't know the answer to from like thirteen years of right? You people that listen to the show know more
1: and, than you. That's true. That's absolutely accurate. No offense. No. And why does my nose have to itch and tickle right now? I spend I spent the last two weeks not on camera, and now my nose has to itch. Yes. It's ridiculous. I'm so sorry. listen. So Hudson, we can talk about um. So you know things. school your surprise party I did talk about your surprise party although I kind of kept it I tried to keep it to my your story within the that occurrence party. you know what I mean um, uh, we can talk about your school we can talk about more superhero stuff if you want to we still haven't seen Batman versus Superman, no. so that can be another movie that we don't know anything about that we can trash talk. Oh, absolutely. Happily. Oh, definitely. Uh, we can talk about Rogue uh Ready Player 1. Rogue? Yes. Hey, we uh, can talk about
0: <laughs> Guys, um, we all love Star Wars 7 so much that we completely forgot that there's another Star Wars movie coming out before the end of this year as far as I know. It might actually be. Is it really this calendar year? It might be. I think I think and this is true, I think the the goal was Disney's going to pump some Star Wars related something out every single year might have been their claim at one point, and I don't know how much they're living up to that claim. I think it was. It, but at this rate, well, when. But no, but Star, Star Wars, Wars, Wars was Rogue this one cal- is uh, for a December 16, 2016
1: that's release. This year. Yeah. Yes, calendar this calendar year. That's but didn't The Force Awakens come out this calendar year? No, the
0: Force Awakens came out. Is that before almost, the holidays? It was like this time, like. December of
1: 2015. Oh, time flies, man. I don't know, I know what's going on. It's almost summer already, and I, I've done nothing. Do you understand? All I do is wash your clothes. <laughs> That's I, true.
0: Well, yeah, I, I, understand, what, I understand what you're no, saying. I'm I feel sure a very that. similar thing where I... Where it's almost finals again? Well, yeah, it's a finals thing, because what happens as a student is... You're like, oh my God, school is so boring. These hour long periods are get so tired like, oh my God. And then someone goes, Oh yeah, by the way, all this stuff you've been doing, it's gonna culminate to this giant explosion of a finish in like two weeks. <laughs> right. So if you think it's bad now, you better right. get off your high horse. Right, wait till we're
1: not coasting through the middle of the semester. Exactly. And your ass is on fire.
0: Yeah, the 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 funny the thing that I love the most about going to a private sort of laid back school like I do is you inevitably, I will inevitably with almost every single teacher I have, have to sit and watch uh, a young adult a self-respecting human being walk up to a teacher and beg them for an A. This happens every (laughs) single year. These people just shred all dignity. Shame is completely gone. Uh, Any self-awareness I guess must be have been left at home somewhere. So, Um,
1: But explain to me if you can imagine what leads up to that conversation what leads up? is it the belief that that's really how you kind of go about things or have they just lost all track of time or they don't care or they're well basically super sexy or what like what's going on
0: <laughs> well it's funny you should say that because yeah when when you hear somebody say something that you think oh somebody right like is somebody schmoozing the teacher or giving like like or is this like a mild bribery situation or whatever? Because they make a lot of jokes about that at private schools. But basically what happens is this. Kids don't care about school. Except for the last uh-huh. two weeks where all of their teachers, their parents, and their peers all simultaneously oh, hey, care about
1: school. Right. Like, what are your grades? Oh,
0: hey. I recently had a junior, a friend of mine who is also a junior. For those of you who don't know, I'm a junior in high school, which is colloquially known as the most important year as far as the grades go. Look at me and go, yeah, I sort of gave up on school.
1: <laughs> and I was like,
0: honey, "Ah, honey. Your junior year. Good timing. That's just a beautiful stroke of luck because the mm-hmm. rest of us all actually care twice as much as we did a couple weeks ago. So,
1: so here's, you know, listen, and, and I'm not pretending to have been the best student and I'm not pretending to have been oh, on no. top of things. So take everything I'm about to say with a grain of salt. But so what do you think that person thinks they're doing in general? Like you're oh, a junior and your grades are important in college blah, 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 and then you're a senior and then they kick you out yeah. of high school. Absolutely. So what does that, as in, and you don't have to say who it is, but what does that person think is going to happen then in um, like the summer of 2017 when they've just sort of like given up?
0: Yeah. I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I think a lot of them, what, what you hear a lot of, is this sort of idea that like oh, there there's so see there's some kids who are like, I'm gonna join the army, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, who are like, I don't need to, like I don't need grades. Grades don't matter, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm going to art school, so it doesn't matter what grades I get. And then the slowly final set they're like, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to not fail.
1: <laughs> oh, because art classes. schools don't only judge your yeah portfolio. They actually look and see if you yeah, it's like, are able to learn it's, things. It's,
0: yeah, you don't apply to like Sarah Lawrence and show up and you hand them your math transcript and they're like, "Can you can you get this out of my face? For God's, this is an art. We, right. I just want to see some pretty paintings you've drawn. Right, maybe a poem. Right, but if you could just take your SAT scores and tear them up and throw them out of the window, that would be beautiful. So,
1: so is that because you go to a school that does particularly cater to um, kind of artistic? Non-mainstream oh. students, right? Yeah, see, the funny thing
0: is a lot of people call it an art school.
1: and, and Which that, is, it really isn't, It though. really
0: isn't. because. And the funny thing about art school, when someone
1: calls... Wild Winds. It's an art school. Oh, by the way, of, we don't refer to it by name. Oh, of course we don't. It's Wild Winds. Of course we don't. We'll would? edit that out. Yeah, we will.
0: See, it's funny because I assumed I was going to be swearing, and that was going to be the thing that you were going to have to spend 20 minutes editing uh, out well, on my book. Well, behalf?
1: hold on. Um, there may be swearing in this podcast. You've been warned. But you, um, no, actually wait, no. Hold up. And I call your school Antelope School Wildwinds. Wild Winds. They're just I love as that if you go to I love that school.
0: I love that name so much and it it's actually a makes me joke. angry that yeah, because it is I know that it's a fart joke. <laughs> the fact that I forgot it actually makes me very angry. But in all seriousness, well, I'm going to I'm going to have polo shirts. What's made the up. language What's the language situation on this program? I was going to well, ask. Well,
1: it's you. typically I mean I I typically try not to use the F bomb or say things like sh.
0: Yeah, of course. But I've
1: slipped a lot recently. It's getting a little loosey-goosey. That's okay. I,
0: resp- I mean, at a certain point, it's like,
1: yeah. Yeah, there's no one here. We're alone. That's fine. We're recording. a. P- I hope we're recording a podcast. Me Are too. we streaming?
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Um. By the way, oh, Wild Winds. People, a lot of people call Wild Winds a art school in an effort to, like, give themselves, like,
1: slack- for, oh, you mean people that go to your school? Yeah. Pe- a lot oh, of, gotcha, gotcha. Well, a oh, I people, see. Well, we don't have to worry about our grades because this is a quote-unquote well, artsy school. Well, in a school. way,
0: it's sort of like, yeah, this is an art school. And I'm like, that's not an excuse for you not to care about things. Right. And it's funny because someone's like, this is an art school. I'm like, we have one f- filmmaking teacher for, like, we have two filmmaking teachers from, like, the sixth grade all the way to the twelfth
1: grade. Right. How? I mean, how many art teachers are there even? I mean, there's only, like, a couple, right? There's so Three or four? There's four. And do the art teachers wildly outnumber the math teachers? I mean, dude, you're going to art school and you're in calculus.
0: Yeah, see... See. I mean, that's it's not... Point.
1: You know what I mean? Like, it's not an art school. So, but... but and this goes back to my question. Yeah, okay, art... so let's say it's an art school. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean that the quote-unquote art students are going to go to quote-unquote art college? I have no idea. See, and... The, or are they quote-unquote rich and it doesn't really art school, quote-unquote matter?
0: Yeah, this is an art school that does
1: two, two plays a year. Mhm. Are you saying that's not many? Well, I just don't our public high school, no offense, we did 3.
0: Yeah, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. Is other schools have more than one dramatic director. They have more than one person whose job it is mm. to direct the acting specifically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in plays at the school.
1: But they accuse it of being an art school, not a performing arts school. No. And who no. says it's art school? Really just the kids that don't want to do work? Well, no, all the ki- all the, a lot of people call it that. A lot of people call it right. an art
0: school. And I get very frustrated because it's very easy to go there and not
1: do art if you don't <laughs> want to. Like you like you have not... I mean, you've done performing arts. Yeah, but I've never but you've taken never put, a visual art class. Right, right. Most...
0: I mean, statistically speaking, I don't think it's fair to say that most people do because... Is that right? Because if you think about it, you have 400 kids in the school. How many art one teachers do you have? Right. That's the first level of art. For every for the majority of kids to be taking the art classes, the majority of kids will have had to take art one kind of at the same time.
1: Right. And that obviously can't happen. So because you're growing up in the 21st century, what do the quote-unquote art kids think they're going to do in their <sighs> adult life? Do you know? Yeah,
0: see, that's a very interesting question because yeah. I have a
1: couple of friends who are
0: extremely talented. These are kids who... At what? At visual art. At oh, okay, their, so yeah drawing they like they they do a lot of art projects for school a lot of drawing mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. that um is really cool and I think a lot of kids my age would in that social circle like it's it's a very like someone wild at wild winds would find this kind
1: of drawing that they'd oh god i'm gonna start writing down the time code of all the times I or it? or we just or we just give up
0: no no we we <laughs> we, we we really shouldn't
1: But I... (laughs) Because of the way we're not really recording the show, I have no way of referencing. It's okay. So, um... Oh. Oh, Megan's here. Oh, Megan's here. Hello, Megan. What does Megan say? Hi, guys. Uh, I was watching you, but typing in the wrong room. LOL. Ah,
0: that's awesome. Hi, Megan. So, um... You missed the part where I
1: told you where I go to school. Um, Maybe not. (gasps) Maybe she didn't miss that. Maybe everyone knows. Anyway, at my high school... Wild Winds
0: High School. Wild Winds. Uh, I have a lot of people who are like, you know what? Maybe I'll apply to Otis. That would be cool. I don't do art stuff. Oh and right, I, And right. then I go, Hey, honey, um, how
1: are you going to make money? Right, right. How because are you going to make money? Now, for some of these kids, they don't have to. Oh no, no because no, 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 no. they w- they will actually end up in the world where artists just do their art, and rich people give them money to do their art. Oh, absolutely. and they may actually end up in the legitimate art world mm-hmm. most people that want to do quote-unquote art for a living mm-hmm. in in you know i'm a half a century old but they need to go somewhere where people will pay them to do that absolutely and to do that they need to have i mean it really helps if you've gone to college and learned how to deal with people that aren't going to art college mm-hmm. and can like shower and shave and show up on time and like play a little bit of the corporate game even as an outsider so yeah unless you're going to be Basquiat or something I'm just wondering what the life you know the the kind of general life plan is for a lot of people yeah because basically and I don't want
0: uh, well I'm going to be dragging a lot of my friends with the mud but basically drawing drawing ballpoint pen drawings of cute girls smoking cigarettes and then posting pictures of it to Instagram is not a profession. And you cannot make no money doing that. Now and the the funniest thing about this whole art thing is Well you
1: can't you cannot live in the lifestyle you've grown accustomed to, that's for sure. Absolutely. Right? Because this person's lifestyle is essentially like
0: I wanna drive around Los Angeles doing basically whatever I want, take what I've learned from those experiences and make art from it. Mm-hmm. God, that sounds awesome. That sounds so great. It also sounds like... It sounds like a rich Science fiction. Yeah, like... You know child's... Fantasy. Right, right. right.
1: But, 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 but by the same token, you know, if he put these hot chicks in the ballpoint pen on some T-shirts and people wanted to wear them around or posters or whatever, but that's such a... Even if you can make a little bit of money doing that, that's such hard. That's really hard work. Because you have to keep, like, yeah, oh, definitely. grinding yeah, out the do. hot chicks and the ballpoint pen. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. you draw one, and it's the Mona Lisa.
0: And then you're just like, hey, and you who just wants kick back. to give... Uh, I need anyone? Uber... Right, I need some Uber money. A, a couple things. First of right. all, Megan thought they were going to be an artist, but now they work in a factory, and they won't tell anyone where I go to school. Thank so, you, Megan. Thank you, Megan. Secondly, uh, Megan, if you don't know, um, I'm actually interested in writing for a living right and the funny part about wanting to write for a living is every day i think about the stuff that i'm passionate about and music related stuff too and worry about how i'm not going to be able to make money off of it <laughs> and, and, and and your parents are and, and then are worrying, think yeah. about how much like think about how many people proportionally speaking make money writing things for people as opposed to art
1: right and then it's also more think about, but it's not well, so outrageous but in a work. way
0: it's, it's funny that I, there's I feel better
1: like, money in factory work
0: well yeah but it's, it's funny B- because by far. I feel like I'm worrying about being able to write and then I see someone who's just so, sort of like yeah I'm gonna be aesthetically pleasing for money for the rest of my
1: life mm. and I'm just sort of like and do you know wow. people like that too you must right? It's well, Los yeah, Angeles basically, private school
0: well this is the thing is I mean a lot of the culture in, in Wild Winds is basically the idea that like if you're really super lucky and you, ab- you. What'll happen is you'll, you and your cool friends will all get together, and someone will start making money. Right? Someone's gonna start making oh, money. Oh, I see. Sure. And then that person is gonna need somebody to draw something or do music or something. Something. Somebody's gonna need a manager, or someone who can. Ha- oh, who's gonna right. want to. And eventually it'll trickle down. So all of a sudden right, you have forty-five right. kids who are all personally indebted to one dude who put right, out one that... single in 2009 and he's still cashing <clears throat> out.
1: Oh, but is that... But Oh, okay. See, I, I was hoping at least that this fantasy was um, predicated on one of them becoming like a sitcom star. Oh, no. Which is actual money. You're talking about like he makes a song using some loops and drops it on SoundCloud and then somehow makes... 50 grand and suddenly everybody's rich because he's a DJ like but
0: but basically what
1: yeah I mean the fantasy for a lot of those people is like
0: yeah basically get yourself to a place where you can be you can be surrounded by people who also think they want to do they just want to like do cool stuff Mm -hmm. for a living Mm -hmm. And then eventually, you will all just keep handing each other money for stuff.
1: Mm. And it'll just all circulate around. Mm. Not... Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, the good news is, I I think part of that is very feasible. That you kind of... You know, because in your 20s, hopefully, you guys are all... Um, and I, I lump you into this, I oh, think, a little bit. Sure. Because you keep saying you want to write. And your parents are like, please don't... Um, Only because we've lived creative or semi-creative lives and you hope that your kid somehow comes out, you know, I mean, how do I put this without it coming out wrong? In a way, when you were born, I sort of hoped you'd like keep your hair and be tall and be into sports and want to go into finance. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no, of course. Now, obviously, I know that's never going to happen because you're my son and your mother's son. So you're never going to be that into sports and you're never going to want to go into finance. But it's sort of that like I want him to like you want your kid to have everything Mm -hmm. right now. The truth is, I want you to do whatever the hell you want to do. You know what I mean? So so you're going to be who you are. That is probably going to require you going through your 20s with very little money.
0: Oh, yeah, of right? course.
1: And, so, and all your friends. So, But the reality of that is some of your friends, like not all of those friends that are handing each other money can be artists. Like a couple of them have to be produced like in a system that they can exactly. then p- extract the money and, because, and give it to yeah, you. Basically you guys can't ha- just like drive each other around in your cars and call it Uber and then hand it. You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. Poor but- people... Yeah, see, like one of you has to be the rich guy or the successful guy or the the corporate sellout guy. The funny thing is, you,
0: the real see what what you really want to do is you want to have a friend, right? You want to have a buddy, and this is my this is of course a personal dream of me and my peers. You want to have a buddy who's in a in a band. And I know this is gonna sound like no 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 listen to me listen to me listen to me I know okay. this is you think it's 1999 like you think in the nineties like oh everyone wants to have a band and it's a people think that all this stuff has changed but it really hasn't because what you want no is a bunch of friends in a band right that are slowly become part of the underground music scene in Los Angeles and they play enough free shows that people know they exist and okay. then they get a show where they start getting paid okay and all of a sudden now they start getting this paid. is a
1: long this is a long fantasy I thought you were gonna fantasize like one of your friends becomes a uh, um, financial mogul no but what I'm saying is what happens is you want to you
0: want to know kid you want to know somebody that is like just popular enough that every all of the people you go to school with know they exist but not so popular that they're a part of the mainstream okay and you if I mean once you know that guy you're essentially God
1: until you graduate high school yeah see that see that's that's what what you that's what your plan doesn't include is the fact that once you graduate high school the entire um, value of being somewhere on that high school strata is flushed out the toilet. See, the,
0: and this is the funny thing, as I was having this conversation.
1: sam um, I'm, I'm trying to talk about what are you guys going to do in your 20s and 30s, and you're like, we we want like yeah. a kid that's a sophomore to be able to play in a grown-up band yeah, well, or something. We, like. Yeah,
0: what we really want, we really all just want all the other kids that live in this artsy wild wins community to... Love and respect us. Yeah, which is—it's right. funny because we think we're so such hotshots, and what we really want is what you guys wanted when you were in high school, which is everyone to love and accept you. Can you say for that louder? Everyone to love and accept you, and right. revere you, and for you. You to be wanted popular. the popular kids. We just to want think to be jocks. Cool. We just right. want to be jocks. For the love right. of God, right. please just let us be jocks. Right. It's very funny. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who goes to Catholic school, mm. and I was mentioning. I was like, "Yeah, there's this kid." Oh, god! there's all the and I mentioned this rap group that uh they're an alum of which a member of which is an alum at my school, and they their culture for a long time was extremely prevalent in my school and my friend goes, "What?" and I was like, what? like i i don't know I don't know what you're talking about I don't know who that is right and for I realized that I realized <laughs> then and there how much of this little cultural bubble I was living in. Right. where people care about it. I was like, no, I I mean, I don't have no idea what that is. I'm a normal human being. Like, right. Right. if you live, you could literally go to school like 30 minutes away and still have no idea.
1: But here's the weird thing that the difference between my generation and your generation, right? My, in my generation, we lived in a cultural bubble where there were celebr Like, there were kids in my high school, just like everyone else. Uh, every high school is the same. There were kids in your high school, quote, unquote, that were as popular and famous as Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Oh, of course. Right? That's how you saw the older popular kids. They were movie stars. Mm -hmm. And then one day, you went to another, uh, like a party that was thrown by a friend uh, uh, from another school district, and then you're like, wow, none of this translates. I have no juice Mm. with chicks from the other school. They don't know who I'm talking like you. Yeah. Okay. And so you realize, that's the day you realize, like, you've realized, like, oh, shit, I'm living in a total bubble. The weird thing about your generation is because of um, the Internet Mm -hmm. and because of Facebook and because of Internet celebrity and also the fact that you're living in Los Angeles. Definitely. You actually have no idea, rightfully so, how like which bubble something exists in
0: Absolutely, because
1: you could just as easily have said to your friend, Blah blah blah, and he's in this rap group, and it's called such and such. And she should, and she could have gone. Oh my god, really? He went to your school? Yeah. That's that's got to be so confusing. It for you guys.
0: It is, and basically, this is the funny thing that I always think about. Let's say I grew up in, I don't know, for instance, Rochester, New York.
1: Why just Why just you example. bring Why you got to bring that up?
0: Let's say I grew up in Rochester, New York. Okay.
1: Can I tell you something? Yeah, I was listening to a podcast yesterday and they were talking about, so Susan B. Anthony, you know who that mm. is obviously, she lived in Rochester mm. and apparently was really good friends with Frederick Douglass and literally Fred, Frederick Douglass would go over to Susan B. Anthony's house in Rochester and they would hang out together and strategize ways of ra- raising the level of power for their groups. Just hang out and just talk. Can you... Susan B. Anthony and Frederick Douglass just like hanging out like, hey, you know, what do you think we should do? to Get more uh, rights for black people. I don't know. Well, you know, this has worked for me. Oh, really? Well, for women, we do... I mean, is that insane? Yeah, it, it kind of is actually. Okay, so anyway, so let's okay. assume you're going to well, like Rochester, Rochester. I don't New know York. what you going to And I, I go, guys,
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a band, right? Right. I am operate If I want to get big... In quote, I'm doing air quotes for okay. those of you listening when 95% of people are listening to this I am doing air quotes so right. just be wary of that right uh, I need to be Roche- like I need you want kids in Rochester to know you exist if you okay. want to yeah. be like And but if you're from LA right. you having like a popular high school band sort of feels like you have to have a popular Los Angeles band with yeah. the internet yeah. too with all of a sudden the internet you're like the, these kids aren't trying to get the freshmen to think they're cool. They're trying to get Los Angeles
1: right. to think they're well, hot. But but also, by getting Los Angeles to think you're hot, you're trying really, you're trying to get America to think you're hot.
0: Yeah. Really. So it puts you in this position where all these kids are
1: like, I just want to be for the love of God. Right. And, well, but, but also, it's hard to... But then you also have to fail very publicly to do that. Yeah, it's funny. Like, when I go do stand-up, I'm... I, I'm trying to get back to doing stand-up in LA. I know, yeah. Like, that sh- I shouldn't be doing that. I should be doing that in Rochester or wherever. Oh yeah, I so get what So, the same for you guys. Like, oh, this is my high school band. Yeah, but, like, are people gonna see you when you're sh- too young yeah. to really be even doing it? Like, what, yeah, because my what's worry, the cost?
0: My worry is what if, like, you see these kids, like, let's say tomorrow Hudson Class comes out with his Hudson Class Music album where he screams into the mic and hits his acoustic guitar against the wall And it's this new great genre called
1: when's that gonna drop noise when's that mixtape gonna drop right now? I just I did you just drop it. Yeah awesome thing um Soundcloud and then
0: like ten years later. I have a head on my my header is connected to my shoulders I'm 26 27 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I go, you know what? I really want to try to do music stuff again now that I've gotten a real job. I have some money. So if this doesn't work out, it isn't my full income. Except Hudson Class, as an artist...
1: Quote-unquote, put out a screaming... Put out
0: this horrible screaming acoustic (laughs) guitar album. No one... Anyone who... The two people that know he exists are vehemently against his existence. Mm -hmm. And you sort of have these people that are like, dude, imagine if... Like in a way like imagine if you had someone like like a huge rapper like Kanye West who was already trying to be
1: Kanye West at age like 15 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah but you know what I think a lot of people have that st- well first I mean nothing you do at 15 is gonna seem that impressive when you're 26 right yeah. and then by the time you're 36 you're 10 years better than you were when you're 26 so you can't exactly you can't let the fear of embarrassing future hudson stop you from putting something out today yeah it's just because no matter what you're going to look back i mean if you're anything like me you'll look back at your old work that you did let's say a year ago and go like oh god and then 10 years ago you're like oh that's so cute yeah you know what i mean like you're you're nearsighted you're you're how how do i put this your recent work you'll have one perspective on. But then I think too, by the time you're 26, you'll be like, oh my God, I was, I was so earnest, or I was so this, yeah. or I was so that, <laughs> and look how cute I was yeah. when I was thin. Or something like that, you, yeah, know, you know what exactly. I mean? exactly. But that's a, whole other, that's a whole other conversation about creativity, which is just, you have to mind F yourself into, into just doing it anyway. Yeah, exactly. And that's damn it. the torpedoes. Because the truth is, you do creative things because you want to yeah really if you're doing it to to, if you're only doing it to impress the high school girls so to speak um, you won't keep doing it no because you'll soon realize that either you've graduated or it's not worth impressing them or they can't be impressed or whatever so if you want to do whatever that is for yourself then you'll just do it and if when you're 26 you look back and you think it's embarrassing well you know in two years after that you really won't care you know what I mean like who cares Absolutely. Because I'm sure if, when I look back on things that I've done, although some of it I'm like, you know what, that actually isn't that bad, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. and some is like, oh God, what were you, thinking? What were you thinking? But you're, but you know, being creative is risking embarrassment every time, absolutely, and is jumping off a cliff every time, whether it's into a song or. A story or a script or a joke or w- even this stupid podcast, as much as I try to act like it's this casual, no big deal, I feel every second obligated to keep it moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, if you can, you know, if you can, you know, mind mm, yourself. And just keep doing it. You got to just keep doing whatever that it is.
0: Yeah. Does, guys, does that make sense? From veteran of creative fields of all around Dan Class his and one financial of, failure, Dan his, Class. His one piece of advice to young people who want to also do creative stuff: just trick yourself.
1: Yeah. Just and uh, uh, don't try to impress high school girls oh, because yeah, it, it's not worth it.
0: Oh yeah, if you wanna, if you're passionate about something when you're young, chances are you won't be
1: passionate about it when you're older. Well, you know that's funny because no, uh, I remember connecting with a, a female a friend of mine from high school on Facebook. This was a couple of years ago, but definitely someone who I mean, she and I were in the same social circles. But she grew up to be this very, you know, she's a very tall, beautiful woman. You know, and. I thought I was, you know, I'd been in LA for a long time by then, and I'd been on a bunch of TV shows and a couple movies and stand-up, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh my God, it's so great to connect with you on Facebook. Um, what what are you what are you doing? And I was like, what are you doing? Why don't you know that Dan Class is in Los Angeles? Like, I I've been on TV shows, baby. What do you mean, what are you doing? She doesn't care. Why does she care? She has her life, right? Yeah. So I mean, no offense, but like... Yeah, no. The people that will like your stuff will like your stuff, but it won't be the people in your immediate vicinity, I would imagine.
0: I get what you're saying, yeah.
1: Unless they're people you meet doing that thing. You know what I mean?
0: Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so.
1: But dude, if you were in Rochester, I think... And this is is not to put down Rochester. This is just sort of a context thing. To be popular in Rochester... Would probably be so much fun, yeah, and probably You'd be, be so much less pressure. Pond. But also just like, I because mean, you're talking about music, you could just do covers and have fun. Yeah. maybe throw some of your own stuff in there. If you didn't make it on your own, you could still be in your cover band or what? You know what I mean? It would be like this yeah, whole other. But, but at the same time, thing where they don't expect you. Because here's something weird. Like, we keep calling it wild winds. Yeah and there are a lot of names that I haven't mentioned. So, but we're driving to school today, your sister and I, Mm. and a song came on the radio and um, it was you too. Oh. And I'm always making small talk with your sister in the car. And I, and listen, I admit, I'm not a star effer, but I, how do I put this? I do sometimes enjoy the proximity we enjoy with people that are successful in entertainment. Yeah, of course. That's an important thing to me. And I'm not proud of it, because it's not particularly mature. But, like, I get a kick out of the fact that celebrities send their kids to your school. Yeah. And I would never talk to them. I'm so intimidated. You know what I mean? But it's this whole thing. So So, a U2 song comes on. And you guys know when I told that story about the celebrity guitar player. You know who, right? So... I almost said your sister oh my god the guy that plays guitar on this U2 song he, he sends his kids to a uh, Hudson's version of Wild Winds just like out of this thing and I didn't say it because then my immediate next thought was my kids are growing up with such a different perspective mm-hmm. on at the very least the entertainment industry oh, definitely and celebrity where hopefully for you it's actually less important yeah. In a way. Well, a couple things for our, so so basically, wait. yeah. The Edge sends his kids to the same right. I mean, you knew who that was when I told that story a year ago, right? That wasn't a mystery. It was the Edge. Nice. Does the Edge still? Well, you don't. Know, you probably never see the so. Edge. Why would you uh, see the Edge?
0: A, a couple things. First of all, we we have a question in the chat that oh, I would okay. like to address.
1: Should we address it right now?
0: Um, I want to say something really quickly before we address it, just because if I come back to it after, it's going to seem weird. Um. It's funny that you bring that up because recently I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and we were talking about this exact thing, this idea that
1: all the celebrities sending their kids to Wild Winds, and, and if and if not Wild Winds, one of the very few yeah private schools that there are in LA, right?
0: Basically, I was like, yeah, you know, it's funny you talk to somebody five minutes into the conversation, you realize, ah, oh, you know, he's got some connection in the entertainment industry, and he goes, yeah, I. I yeah I know I feel the same way and I go oh yeah, that's a really cool that's a really cool sweatshirt you got there and it was like some Cartoon Network thing and he goes yeah my dad wrote for Futurama right and I was like oh buddy he did. buddy you can't we can't see be having what this you forget anymore. is
1: not all of the parents of the kids you go to school with are failures like I am <laughs> you understand what I mean like they actually have jobs that they've succeeded at so yeah Why wouldn't they have written on futurama how else are they paying to send their kid there (laughs) you know what i mean yeah so yeah that must be weird it's great weird it's it's awesome but see but that's also why when you say you want to go to school for writing i need to try to see it through the lens of someone how do i put this like when I was in high school and my friends and I, you know, like Gordy or whoever would say like, oh, when we grow up, we're going to go to L.A. and we're going to be in movies, man, or I'll write movies, whatever. It was like kind of half ha ha ha. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those yeah. are like that is so far away and that's just so far away. Um, I need to hear you say that, but from the perspective of where you are right now
0: which is surrounded by people who which is surrounded by people where
1: they do that all the time this is a company town you saying you want to be in a be a writer would be like me growing up saying i wanted to work for kodak a little bit a little bit right like yeah okay well we know people that work at kodak your dad could put in a good word for you or whatever yeah definitely you know what i mean like it's it's closer to that than i realize definitely so, yeah, so let's, what? So does so oh, Megan, Megan is actually, hello,
0: Megan, I'm, you, maybe you put this stream in the background or something. I don't want, I just want to let you know that we are going to talk about your question, which is, I,
1: I love how about, we have a question. Can I just interrupt before we answer yeah, the question? that's so great. Can I just say that, that I'm so happy that you're here, Hudson, even though we're not really set up for this. And I'm so happy that we have a question.
0: And for the, yeah. It's and also, really I'm going to cool. take a nap while you read the question. Sounds good. I this. struggle a lot with the embarrassment factor. How do you guys push through it? That's First, the question? Yeah.
1: Okay. Can you read that question again, but
0: can you do it, it in, a, in,
1: a, in a different voice?
0: I'm going to read it again uh, in a different voice, and then I'm going to start trying to answer it, okay?
1: Okay. What voice are you going to use?
0: I have to think about that. Okay. Um,
1: Will it be an impression? It's going I'm to be an impression. I'm going to just keep interrupting until you do it. All right. Okay. I, wait. <clears throat> Maybe an accent. Do it as Romeo.
0: Uh, I struggle a lot with the embarrassment factor. How do you guys
1: push through <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but that voice—that voice would never worry about embarrassment. I'm sorry, I have to give How you some you direction on this. How do you guys push through it, son? You're doing Matthew, this like Matthew McConaughey, right? Right. See, McConaughey doesn't. Maybe that's the answer. You have to. Okay, you have to think of a question, uh, a way to read that question, so the person sounds like they have fear of embarrassment. But then maybe you should answer the question, because I think you've hit on something here. Kind of doing a McConaughey impression.
0: Okay, so wait, do you want me to answer like McConaughey? or do you I want... think so, but okay. at first I
1: want you to think, is there a voice that you could read the question in that is a little less secure? You don't really do insecure. I, str-
0: I struggle a lot with the embarrassment factor. How do you guys push through it? Sign, Senator from Vermont, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Thank you. I apologize. Thank you, Mr. People home, people Senator. People at home, I'm so sorry if I just butchered your favorite socialist live in front of Megan.
1: I didn't know you I didn't know you were working on a Bernie impression. I Everyone's, think that's wonderful. Every,
0: any, all of you at home, please work on your Bernie because sooner rather than later, it's going to be very important.
1: You think so? actually no Should we talk are. politics later? Should we talk uh, political yeah, predictions do. later? But yeah, let's answer let's Megan's question. Talk... Co- so oh, what's Megan's... your what's your, and you don't have to answer as McConaughey, McConaughey yeah, was just joking. But what's your what's your answer to the question basically, which I forgot? Here's
0: the thing with embarrassment. Uh, embarrassment as far as performing, which I assume is your question because the question was posed while we were talking about.
1: True. Yeah. Although, maybe we need clarification from Megan because she said she's an artist.
0: Megan, yeah, if you wouldn't mind if you could clarify one that you're talking about embarrassment as opposed to embarrassment as it relates to your older work, or you mean <coughs> if you're, if you're someone who likes to get up on a stage and do live performance, if you mean embarrassment after the, after the fact?
1: You know what, For See, I can't do impressions um, now because I'm too busy trying to not laugh at you. I'm sorry.
0: That's okay. Basically, as far as embarrassment goes, I've been very lucky in that a lot of the stuff that I've done was stuff that was live that... Uh, because it was of the sum of it was of my own device, and therefore I was rarely embarrassed by it.
1: Does that <laughs> make sense? Okay.
0: So, like in the moment, it's now. I for if you don't know, uh, and I'm sure you talked about it once or twice. What's that? Um, I played Romeo at, at Wild Winds. Yes. As a sophomore.
1: Which yes, true. I don't know if you're aware of that.
0: I'm pretty sure we must have discussed it. <laughs> and
1: dude, I have to do this every
0: week or two. I you know, know what I mean? Be- so yeah, I'm sure I'm, it came I'm up. Being, I'm being a tad facetious. Yeah. Basically, um, at the time. I was very green to the world, so to speak. And it was very embarrassing to go from being basically what someone who felt like. Bye. My dad's leaving, for those of you who. No, I just want Someone who's basically an outcast to being thrust into this position. Oh, hello, I am Stebbin. We're talking about me playing Romeo, by the way. <coughs> um, I played Romeo at, at Wild Winds. God, I'm getting hungry. Basically, um, embarrassment was that. I felt like... I didn't feel like I was that guy. Mm. Right? I didn't feel like I was Romeo at the time. And basically, the way I got over it was... You have to sort of think about like... At the time, and maybe you could feel the same way about art that you've done. It's like, I'm... I was very... Also, very proud that I had been given that opportunity. And part of me felt like... Dude, I know you don't feel like... This maybe... I know this doesn't feel like you personality wise but there has to be some reason that you were picked to do this like this wasn't just like dropped on your head like you auditioned and you got it because you were the best person for the job so maybe if you if if you have a piece of if you have let's say it's a piece of art or something that you perform you have to look at it and go hey I, I did this I made this I'm proud of, I tried my best I put my best foot forward and I'm proud of the work that i've done this is funny what's that this, may, this i am Stedman. <coughs> hello hello hudson i am british so i know what it is to be embarrassed
1: ah i'm sorry oh that's so funny we can talk about that too so here let me answer so let me talk about it being embarrassed okay so megan when i first started doing a lot of uh like school plays and stuff in high school i always wanted to be this idea that I had created of myself <laughs> where I wanted to be really cool and popular and my hair had to always be perfect, and, which it was, by the way, oh, awesome hair. Fine. And um, and I was so easily embarrassed because it was so important to me to maintain this thing I had created. And I think as I got older, the way I avoided being embarrassed was, was to... Here's
0: um, some clarification from Megan, just so that yeah. okay, but to,
1: Okay, but um, let me finish, though, because I'll course. never think of where I am. Uh oh, might be gone. Oh, uh, was to um, be more honest about when I was embarrassed and always just, like, be the first one, maybe, even to point it out. I don't know if you can really go through normal life being as open about that as I, I can be, but... um. I found that uh, the more truthful I was the less embarrassing it was and also um, you know when you put yourself out there and stand-up teaches you this very quickly not everything you put out there is gonna be applauded right and um, so you got to just keep putting stuff out there until something is but also if what you're putting out is truthful that that's the best you can do right so yeah so there you go. Basically, um, what what does Megan say? We have oh we and have who's a couple. British.
0: We have a couple people. I am Stedman's right British.
1: Now. Oh God, no, okay.
0: Um, well, trying to justify and defend my work, I guess I have a BA in photography, but I'm one of those people that crumb- crumbles under critiques. Um, basically, as far as critiquing goes, um, and I'm sure you can speak to this too. Um, I had a friend of mine. Ah, uh, we're going to talk about this. This is a great
1: story. Wait, are you still reading or are you talking?
0: No, this is me talking. Hello, Hudson Class from the Bitter Spell. I oh live on in the, See, I, in the I, airport. I,
1: I don't know. I think you need to read the things now from now on in a, in a different, different accent? Okay. accent. Yes. This is very confusing for me, Hudson. Okay. Do you understand that I am not yeah. following? Yes. Imagine you're dealing with someone who's not particularly bright and you have to spoon feed everything to, to them.
0: Well, I'm trying to just find if in my work, I guess. I have a BA in photography, but
1: I'm one of those people that crumbles under critiques.
0: Now, basically... Well, first
1: of all, Megan, I don't know what the photography market is like in New Zealand, where you're from. But... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I no, 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 of course. That was a really good New, New Zealand accent. Thank you.
0: Wow. Um, basically, as far as critique goes, I'm going to tell a short story. I did Romeo, and uh, m- my friend, I'm going to call him the... Um, Say it. We say it right. My friend Pete, <laughs> he he he's the kind of guy who wouldn't care. My buddy. Pete, no, Pete wouldn't care. My buddy Pete is not to flatter myself. He is a skinny, decently tall, not a bad-looking guy, dark-haired. He he came back from. He did a semester abroad in New York after I had done Romeo. He had missed me doing the play, and he comes back and he walks up to me and he goes, "Hey, Hudson, how you doing?" I'm like, "Buddy, it's so great to see you. It's been like six months. W- what's up?" And he goes, "Not much. Oh, by the way,
1: if I had been here." I would have played Romeo. Ouch. And scene.
0: And scene. And to hear something like that, and then he starts like your projection, and yada, yada. I saw the video, and the, I was just sort of sitting there, and I was like, you know what, buddy? You're kind of an asshole. <laughs> I'm sorry if I shouldn't have said that on the program. <laughs> but basically, here's the deal. Critique works in two ways. You have people that are critiquing you to make, yourselves, make themselves feel better, and people that are critiquing you to make your art better. One right, kind of right. critique, very helpful. The other kind of critique can lead to a physical altercation if it needs to. <laughs> What's important is that you don't take any cheap shots if a right, fight right. may right. break out. Also, right. I am Stedman, a, an Englishman, okay, asking but hold on. once again L- wait, for, wait, the for a, wait,
1: wait, let's not go on to Stedman for a second. Sorry. So here's seven. the problem with critiques, though, i found, is that uh, for me, and I'm horrible with this, man, I'm really bad. Um, sometimes... You can't tell if it's a crit- if it's a constructive criticism, or the person just working out their own stuff. And then even if it is constructive, sometimes it's very hard for me to hear it. Yeah. And I know that's my problem, so I'm always trying to work on that. <laughs> always trying to work on that. But you're right. Sometimes the critique has nothing to do with you or your work. It's just the other person doing their grind, like you know, whatever. So what's Stedman say? Stedman First is of all, he's British, so... An Englishman is, is
0: says that the Sanders voice... He likes the Sanders voice. He does? That's all I want okay. to interject. He also said um, he's he's British.
1: Right. So he's a socialist. How are you? So that he understands... Oh, you're going to... Oh, excuse me. And I get that, Megan.
0: I do lots of little things, including writing comedy songs and I can't be in the same room as anybody listening to them because partly I hate the idea that people think I take myself seriously enough to want my work heard, which is of course what I want
1: the problem Stedman Uh, is that your songs are no good and I think you've known that for a long time they're not funny you sing out of you know right you know that
0: and I didn't want to be the one to tell you this, but so, <laughs> you are a trash man. No, but seriously, a um, songwriter.
1: I, I hope you had some sort of reaction to that. And I hope it was a violent reaction because that's your survival instinct kicking in. Right? I mean, but no, but seriously, like, um, I completely understand where you're coming from because, and I'm not kidding, I don't listen to these podcasts because they're horrible. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: I don't think you've ever um, seen somebody run as fast as when I run out of a
1: room when a short film I've made is being shot. Right, right. But, Stedman, though, I think built into your question was the fact that you do continue to make these songs, right? Yeah, see, that's awesome. You must. You must continue in that quirky British way that people from your island write funny songs. That That, that culture of humorous British novelty songs must at all costs be perpetuated from generation to generation and you're just the man for the job
0: um I am Stedman acknowledges the existence of Flight of the Concords. I am Stedman I love you buddy
1: oh but see that's just it he says I'm and
0: British I'm not Murray from Flight of the Concords. I'm sorry
1: no because Stedman's British Murray is an oh he's a New Zealander the Concords are New Zealanders and they hate Australians right so basically that's one love man but Stedman I know, I know what you mean. It's it, like, yeah, I couldn't, I, I don't know how you do it. <clears throat> Basically. But I found, I mean, but doing stand standup, uh, because it's live, you have to at least pretend to be confident. Oh, absolutely. Or even if you're, even if your act is being insecure, the audience still has to believe that you're confident in your act as an insecure person. So the answer to Megan's question for me has always been that I just fake it, like literally. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever told you this. So we were at this party that was a school for your school. Mm. It was an open house at your one of your friends' parents. Oh homes. yeah, I remember. You know what I mean. I remember. Her. And so they they would have like a hey you know potluck and you know meet some of the other parents thing. And so I went. and I, I think Melissa, I think Melissa was even with me because I don't feel like I was alone. But anyway, I'm a nervous wow. wreck at these things nervous wreck and i ran into the parents of one of hudson's really good friends and um yakov mm. turns and says to me cuz i was jo- i i like i knew i was going to leave so i was in a good mood <laughs> I was in a good mood because I knew I was about to, like, Irish it out of there. That is... And so I come into the living room and I was just like, hey, I remember you from this thing. And I'm talking to this lady. Da, da. And Yakov is standing there and Yakov's like... And I can't do Russian, so you usually have to do it. But I was, he was like, "Then you're the most confident person I know. And I was like, Yakov, I'm the best actor you know. <laughs> but I am the worst. Like... But I had somehow... In that burst I think and I really do think it was just I was so happy that I only had five minutes left to be there but that is just definitely fake it but I think even for art and stuff like that you have to almost like do your thing and then look away and just shove it into the world and keep looking forward does that make sense uh, we've been doing this for a while cuz I'm getting hungry are you getting hungry uh
0: not really oh you wait later I am I Stedman says I know what you're saying Dan class I understand that in stand-up sorry are you going
1: to Are you gonna portray him as if he's played by Brett s- McKenzie? I
0: know what you're saying then, Chris. I understand oh. that in stand-up, if the audience does not feel secure, like, you know, you've got this, they won't feel comfortable enough to laugh. Definitely a good lesson to learn, I think. Sorry if I hijacked Megan's point.
1: No. I recently, you did not.
0: Yeah, you did not. Megan,
1: did we hijack your point? Or did we, like, do any justice to your question whatsoever? Oh, um,
0: Megan asks that I do impressions of females if I'm going to impersonate her again, because she is female. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, Megan.
1: See, that puts you in a weird position, too, because then if you do a female voice, are you being sexist?
0: Uh, yeah, sexist? here's the issue, Megan. Is it sexist? Sexist? It's a bit sexist. Here's, the issue. sexist. here's the issue with the female voice. Is,
1: is it uh, much higher? A female impression that I do is either going to be... is. It's going to be degrading or, uh, are you reading?
0: Not even degrading. It's just going to be poor. <laughs> and you deserve It's really better. just, it is just a quality thing and that you deserve And as a woman, about, I, I think you deserve better than right. the poor, the irreparably poor female voices that I And
1: unfortunately, we know. just, we have no company members here of the female persuasion. It's of really course. just you, me, and a dog right now. So
0: Yeah. And the dog isn't even here.
1: The dog's the not here. The dog even. took the day. Yeah. yeah.
0: My husband tells me to just give it to the ages, Megan said.
1: What is that? Is I'm Megan not, British? What is give it to the ages? I'm what not familiar mean?
0: with that with that. This sounds
1: like something Stedman would put in a song. Especially cuz ages give rhymes with ages. so many things like pages. Um yeah. what does that mean, Megan? That he that your husband just says just keep shooting and don't worry about it? Cuz that's what I would especially now that you're not you know when I was growing up and we were I mean even my dad got discount film you still had to be so aware of how much you were shooting Um, I assume you're shooting digitally so you know what are you shooting like art stuff you're not shooting high school girl portraits right where they have to kind of like show butt profile in their senior picture like when did that become okay but I digress
0: Um. Megan says, is it sexist? It's funny, right? Question mark. The way Hudson does, it's funny. I try to be funny. Guys, for the love Hudson of God. Hudson is
1: never sexist. Hudson is the most progressive human that you've ever seen. See,
0: he's saying that to make fun of me,
1: but it's no, I'm not the truth. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. See, no, 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 I'm not. No, uh, I do this. I'll, I'll be with all. my friends. Guys, let's talk about this. I'm, Dude, you're so progressive. You make me look like,
0: I don't even know, I'm like teenage, Donald Trump. I'm a teenage boy, which means a lot of my peers are Crude, rude, nude dudes. And basically, they're not nude. I'm I didn't sorry. know the
1: nude part. Yeah. They're
0: not nude. No one's ever naked. Okay. But, um.
1: That's progressive.
0: That, yeah. Um. But basically, what happens is the objectification of women and just generally offensive, random mm. BS mm-hmm. is sort of par for the course. In fact, it's, yeah, it's. it's really? Yeah. Well, basically, just because. If a bunch of if a bunch of dudes are in the wow excuse me are you getting a dose? My, me, if a yeah. bunch of dudes are in a room together, basically what happens is eventually it will just degrade to like it'll sort of sounds like dogs are barking. You'll hear <laughs> things getting thrown at the wall. Someone's eating with their without using their hands and right. shoving their face into a bowl of chili, right? Yeah. And my friends will be like. Uh, my friends will be, like, trying to describe to me a girl that they know some gossip about, and mm. they'll be like, no, I'll I'll be trying to describe to them something I know about, like, a girl that we know, and they'll be like, who is it? I'm like, it's, um, it, I have to think of a good name. Okay. what's a It's good name Chloe, your... yeah, okay. Chloe? Chloe? That's Chloe. a good name for your generation. It's, like, sure. it's Chloe, and they're like, which Chloe? The one with the fat ass or the one that doesn't? And I'm just like, uh, I, I don't, I don't do that. I'm sorry. I she's don't.
1: The, she's the one that's into philosophy she writes yeah. poems
0: about flowers I don't do that I don't I don't it's so the idea of saying something like that is so bizarre to me and so out of character with all the stuff that gets constantly thrown at
1: you going now, why to do a you suppose school. that is it, because, and I'm not I'm certainly not insinuating you should be that way by any means no, no, as you no. know but um but, do you why do you think that is be, do you think it's because of your oh be, because basically here's the deal um
0: to be perfectly frank as I've gotten older more of the people that I've more of my close friends have become of the female persuasion. Hmm. And you you get to a certain point where if you're not a dude who just plays video games with his bros. Right. Uh, saying stuff like that very soon starts would yeah. or does start yeah. feeling a little bit weird. Yeah. It's it's But, it's I, also but I think also too if I you mean, go to a progressive school like Wild Winds, basically from the administration and from a lot of your peers Everyone is sort of on eggshells about offending people. Oh and, is I'm, that right? and yeah. I'm not one who's gonna rip political correctness a new one because I think it's very useful mm-hmm. in its in its way. But often just to not cause a sweat, people will actually just would would prefer to talk as little about race and gender relations as possible as to <laughs> just, make sure that they're just not just gonna keep
1: out of the quicksand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's fine. But I, and I think a little of it too I I have to assume is that you grew up with a very strong mother. And a couple of your f- female friends are very strong women like they're not yeah. like you you were close to strong women. So it, females aren't like this group of other people yeah that you sort of stare at from afar. Yeah.
0: Like, I totally you know? get how it is that way for a lot of people. And it's funny. It's the same thing. Uh Megan is talking to us, but I'll get to that in a second. Recently, um, I... Oh, God, this is so horrible. You... Recently, I had the experience where it was made a privy to me how often some of my female um, compatriots are catcalled on the street. Oh, geez, right?
1: really? And Something that you and I are completely oblivious uh, to, right? Oh, Obviously, like, we have no concept yeah, of, of any of that, yeah. right?
0: And it's funny, I remember having conversations with my freshman friends, and there are a lot of dudes who, young dudes, who just don't get how that's not okay.
1: So, l- let's back up, though. So, um, this is in school or no. in just general? No, just
0: walking down the street. So, it's just, like, it's, walking it's down, down the street, gotcha. But basically what happens is you have a lot of dudes who are just like, dude, these guys are just, like, saying to these women, like, have a nice day. Like, I don't understand how that's like sexual assault or whatever.
1: And I'm like, but you know, are the guys saying have a nice day or are they saying no. other things well, that will
0: happen? But basically I'm like, well, I mean, you guys do have to understand like feeling that vulnerable in your community. Like no one should have to walk around every day with the worry that they are being, uh, that everyone or anyone they meet could be making a sexual advance on them. That's kind of a <laughs> terrifying way to live. And they're like, right. no nah, man, like I don't like, He's, like, just being nice. Like, he's just, like, giving her... Like, he's just saying, like, you look really beautiful today. Like, I don't understand, like, why
1: these women have a problem with this. Well, it's because you're not saying, excuse me, miss, you look very beautiful today. They're like,
0: hey, <laughs> hey, you, in the sundress, you to do a little twist for me, all right? And yeah, like, oh, nice body. body part. And it's yeah. so great because when you're basically... The kids... People, men, out, anyone who's listening—if you ever, if you're ever looking for—if you're single and you're looking to be in a relationship with somebody—and you mention to any anybody you don't know that you don't understand why catcalling is an issue—you <laughs> might as well just write, "I'm single as all right. hell on a giant shirt, and I'm going to be." nobody for a while. with a significant other could go,
1: "Yeah, oh yeah, that if, sounds perfectly person, normal."
0: Yeah, if the person that I'm in a relationship with were to walk down the street and get yelled at. By a I'd be perfectly car. comfortable. Yeah, well, I mean, right. yeah what are they're just being—they're just being. Yeah, neighborly, right? right.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, what did, what did Megan have to say?
0: Megan had to say, "I'm not making any work. There's a lot of art out there already, and everyone with a smartphone is a photographer." Yeah, I actually love using film, but struggle with the environmental impact. But uh Simon and Megan are talking about film versus digital. Oh, let's um, not go there. Yeah, that's Tarantina. we we can't we can't give too much. No, to the topic, no
1: no no well and and, but but megan brings up an interesting point which is um this is a weird time in in kind of creative history where the you know the good news is that the tools have become so sophisticated and so simple and so accessible that we can take better pictures than ever better video than ever uh, we can use our phones and our iPads to yeah, paint exactly. and draw and it's, everything. It's when
0: you, you see those billboards that are like shot on an iPhone six where a camera right. on a phone is so good. They, all they have to do is show you the pictures and you're
1: already in. Right. Really. Exactly. Now, the downside to that is like Megan says, everybody is a photographer now.
0: Yeah. Everyone
1: is a writer it's... now. Everyone is in everything. So create creative work has been completely devalued. Yeah. Right? basically yeah, so well, being a local photographer like that's almost a hobby now because how could oh, you possibly yeah. maintain a studio taking portraits of families and high school girls when you know everybody knows somebody with a digital uh, SLR yeah. or or an iPhone or whatever Absolutely. And, you know it all gets done um, but I don't know I don't know if it's any different than it's always been, and it's just more obvious that everyone's doing stuff like yeah, that. Basically. I don't think Herberts was worried that people had Kodachrome. You know what I mean? Like, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, I get what you're saying.
1: I just wonder if everything is more in our face now too, and so the Definitely. numbers. And that's the thing. Like, if you like, for instance, if you move from your hometown and you come to LA to be an actor, really, what's required most of you, other than the desire, is the inability to understand statistics. Yeah. That is the key to wanting to pursue a yeah. career it's not in anything creative. It's not is it is math blind spots? To say that an actor is to say that like oh like oh that
0: act uh, that actor is kind of an airhead, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like think about how happy that airhead actor is. Very. He just walks around going, you know what? I had a. that this home, he's like, is a successful Mom, right. Mom, I had a really promising callback coming up. Just just the other day I think this is I think this might be it mom
1: so you're 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 saying that that oh I see I'm You're talking saying about, just random actor who's not even successful just oh yeah yeah right like yeah I'm talking about like the 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 kid who
0: oh the theater kid everyone adored at at a uh, Rochester Union High School was like mm-hmm. Theo You are a shining star, and I know wherever you go, you're going to blaze a path that's success, young man. You go, and then he jumps in his car, drives, drives cross country for some reason, all the way to Los Angeles, gets out, finds an agent, gets in that room, and goes, you know what, first ever audition, I've got this. Because he's a little dim.
1: But he's also (laughs) overjoyed. Right. He's also the happiest man. But he may. But he also may not in, be overcome with uh, self doubt or any of that. It may no, just be able to barrel through. Absolutely. You know. Definitely. So basically, Megan, the key to creativity and success in in that kind of field is apparently stupidity. Yeah.
0: You I think be, you're too
1: smart to make a go uh, well, as a photographer. If you
0: really want to be, if you really want to be a photographer and do well, what, you, what I need you to do is hit your head. Hit your head up against a strong brick wall until the colors are sort of mushy and then go from there. No,
1: but really, though, what is so for for Megan or for uh, Stedman, for any of us to be successful really requires defining success, though. Right. Yeah. So. What would that be for Megan? You know what I mean? And obviously that comes from Megan, not you and me, but um. Because the the friends that I know that are the happiest, their goals were to get a good job and to make enough money to pay the mortgage and all that and live in a nice enough town where the kids could get on the bus and go to school and blah, 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 retire, blah, 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 boat, blah, 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 uh, uh, you know? yeah, Where it's a little trickier when you're a creative person because creative fulfillment is then factored into that, and that that's where it gets really weird, but... Um. Yeah. What? I guess the you'd have to define success for yourself in some very specific way. Otherwise, what? You know what I mean?
0: Uh. Yeah. Megan says
1: that you're too kind. Why? Because we said. Oh, because we said she's too smart. <laughs> Anyway You did say that We did say that We have 15 minutes Before we absolutely Have to wrap up Understood What would you like To discuss for the last 15 minutes Hudson class Dad Politics I don't really want To go there I mean we could I
0: mean we could I just worry that It's not a 15 minute No it's not Conversation No It's 30 minutes It's a
1: summer Maybe in the summer We'll Yeah Tackle that one Yeah Truth is, uh yeah, it's just bad. It's just bad. Very bad. Basically. Um, Hudson? Yes, sir. All right. What are you doing today?
0: What am I doing today? I'm gonna
1: have
0: to learn some lines <laughs> for a thing. Yeah. I have to biology homework. Uh, yeah. Guys, my life is just a it's just a whirlwind
1: and excitement. It is. Come on, it's not that bad. No, it's not. During Listen, your you're break, fr- it's not. you like yesterday. You're on spring break. This is week two of freaking spring break for him. Um, you had to do biology so homework. Maybe <laughs> not really, <laughs> not really. Um, hey, you and I had fun yesterday, right? Yeah, of course we did. We went out. We went on this hiking trail uh, at Kennethon Park, uh, and Hudson took photographs of uh, bugs bugs and flowers and uh several lizards lizards are good I like lizards lizards couple birds for his owner's biology end of year extravaganza whatever the hell that is do you have any stories you can tell us before we go stories do you have a 15 minute tale of woe 15 minute tale um is it getting hot in here a
0: little bit it is right not bad okay um 15 minute tale of
1: woe do you have a 10 minute tale of woe I don't know I'm trying to think about my tales of woe. Because I'm sure I did something stupid this week. I just can't think of what it is. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Um. It's mostly was just little things, too, that don't add up to a story. Like, yeah, I left the muffins that I was supposed to take to the dance studio at home. I had to go back for the muffins. I can't find one of the car keys. Your mom's going to kill me when she realizes that I can't find one of the keys to my car. Absolutely. Little things like that. But there's no story there until she finds out and yells at me. <laughs> there's a story you know what I mean like yeah I helped your sister shoot a short film then my back hurt not a story that's true right not absolutely. a story absolutely we went
0: on a college oh. tour oh it was okay here's a good story oh I got the privilege the absolute privilege is this
1: in air quotes yes
0: okay guys I was at the mall the other day Ooh, okay. That is a privilege. That's a privilege. I was at the mall the other day with my yeah. significant other. Right? Mm. And we, you know, we did. And this no. is, you guys are going to be so happy
1: for me. We went to Sephora. Oh, <sighs> dude. Every 17 year old young man's dream. It is
0: probably the best. Mm, I'm not going to say the best place in the world, but best place in the country for sure. Solid. Mm. Went Sephora there, at
1: the mall. Went there. That's a makeup um, place, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Trying on a, a shade of lipstick. Guess what? They don't sell the lipstick in stores. Seriously? Yeah. You just have to order it
1: online. You mean at all? Yeah. You Wait a minute. You can't go into Sephora, which and, is a huge place in every mall, of, and, and yeah, buy the lipstick? The shade of lipstick. That, yeah. That was, so what, do they have a thing there that you can look at it? Yeah. You can try it. They have samples. Oh they have, a, oh, they have one you can put on, yes. but not one that you can they, purchase. No. Do they sell so many different colors that they can't keep a box of each one in the back? I guess. I guess they're just too good. I Is that normal thing? Is that a makeup thing I that you and I just I haven't know. known about?
0: Basically, yeah, that was fun. There's nothing, there's nothing more awesome than basically walking around worrying that you're feminine. Like not feminine, but worrying that you're not masculine, as masculine as your significant other would want to be. And then walking into a Sephora...
1: Okay, you've lost me somewhere, but okay. No, but basically... So you're walking in the mall, and who's worried about being masculine?
0: I I am always a little bit worried that I'm... Because, I'll be honest, I'm kind of a skinny guy. Okay. Artistic type. Okay. Often, I make an effort to be articulate. A lot of guys don't do that. Sure. So I'm already worried, just Mm. as a human being... Oh, okay. ...about how masculine I am. Okay. And then, I walk into this... (laughs) black and white dome of yeah. cosmetics. Right. And just feel the entire world slowly.
1: Mm. So so part is there a part of you that worries that you're gonna seem like your significant other's gay friend? No, no, as no. As you go into Sephora, no, it's or it's just, just sort of like what what's the feeling? What's the fear?
0: I just sort of feel like I'm it's it's just this very Wow, this is gonna be horrible. It must be what like everyone who isn't a straight white man thinks, like eighty five percent of the time, which is that you're you're somewhere you profoundly don't belong, mm. and you're just sort of sitting there, just like, "Wow, I um, I kind of want to leave." <laughs> yeah. Basically,
1: yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. That was great. And I'm sure you were only in there for ten seconds. Yes and no. Yeah.
0: See, there's something that's so there's something that's so funny about dudes dudes are so i hate i hate men a little bit can can i th- <laughs> because young men young men have a tendency and this is why i like a lot of the people that i just spend time with a lot of young men will not acknowledge that all young men want to look good mm-hmm. so like they're all walking right. around, just like hey buddy how do you think how do you think this looks and they'll just be like i don't know man what do i look like your mother and i'm just like dude doesn't that-? And he's like there are a lot of there are a lot of dudes who don't want to acknowledge the existence of fashion. Right. The implication that you would make an effort to look nice is horrifying.
1: Right. And yet they all do make some effort. I would assume. Oh, absolutely. Or at Everyone least any to. guy Why that wouldn't? wants to have any play with. Uh, oh,
0: absolutely. Right. So there's something that's there's something when I watch people of the female persuasion like be like, "Oh my God, that looks so like this." Your net that, that hair. I'm just sort of like. Half of me hates that this is happening, and half of me just wishes that dudes would just be like... Would just be like... <laughs>
1: just like, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, dude, that like, looks good. It's at, a little, It billows a little bit around the waist, yeah, but otherwise I don't, that's, I don't that's all right. I don't need
0: anyone to have a... I don't need us to start, like, a Facebook group. I don't right. need... We don't need to, like, go shopping and walk out <laughs> with huge pink shopping bags on our arms. I just want...
1: But it would I be nice to email. kind of sidestep a lot of that guy. Yeah, I just feel like, like, dude, BS. Can we
0: stop pretending that? Can we stop pretending we don't know what looks good on other straight men? Right. We all know. We all know. We all know what looks good. Right. We're not idiots. Right. That's a weird turn. That was such a bizarre. <laughs> that was such a bizarre place for me to take this. I'm so sorry. You think so? I am. I'd like to profoundly apologize.
1: All right. You want to? You want to end it somewhere else? I wasn't going to take off my jacket, but I think I have to. You monster. Well, I didn't exactly. I mean, these are clothes that I put on when I first got up because I was cold, not because I wanted to look good for the show, you know? <laughs> Back to the thing of like when you look, I was like, oh, God, I wish I wore something different, but I didn't. So I threw on my jacket as a disguise. And now you can see that I'd I'm just that. Clark Kent. So, all right, well, let's wrap up because it's we have six minutes. Ooh. Before we have to get off the air, air, whatever you want to call that at, at Alpha Geek Media. Let me play a bed, music bed. And I'm sorry it's the same ones every week, that's but okay. I keep I, forgetting to make new ones. Oh, that one's, that's horrible, right? <laughs> it's a little. Uh, and what was this? Oh, no, what, we don't want that one. Yeah, that's really Let's. I'll, let me look for some more stock music or something that we can make fun of while we try to yell over it.
0: Um before we wrap up yeah, I'd, do, I'd like to what? thank
1: talk about something.
0: Uh I want to oh, say there's something so bizarre about coming on this show once every like 2 years. <laughs> yeah. Because I come back and I feel like every time I come back I'm a different person from the last dude who came on who was like your son.
1: Yeah. Well that's why we get a different actor every year cuz no one can track any No of one this. can. No one can. Right? No one has reigns like Sebastian has range. Sebastian Klein. Actor extraordinaire. Th- Sebastian, thank you so much for I'm being also here. Most
0: one impressionist. If any of you guys
1: working on any anything you need,
0: I can do wow. Bernie. I yeah, can Bernie. Do McConaughey. Right. I can do something else I'm sure. Can you do Morgan Freeman? Uh
1: uh, no, I can't think of Morgan Freeman right it's now. Bad. Hello, 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 Hudson. I'm trying to. I'm Morgan out. Freeman. I cannot hear myself right now. Hello, hello, but, Hudson. Uh, I hello. died. What's the name? What's your actor name again? Sebastian. 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 My name is Morgan Freeman. My name is. Morgan. I cannot do Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Anyway, listen. If you were stupid enough to listen to this whole thing, I, I, I uh, commend you. Uh, Hi, this has been the bitterest pill. My name is Dan Class. That was uh, Sebastian Klein That's playing me. the part of Hudson Class, my son. Um, this song is uh, obviously a Nirvana parody of some kind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you find that blasphemous. So anyway, so listen. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for doing whatever you did. Let's push some buttons and see what happens on the video. Does that do anything? No, no, no. R No, I forgot how to do. Oh, numbers. Six. Oh, there we go. You know, we post the video if the video turns out okay (laughs) at thebitterestpill.com. If you ever want to stop by and find it, that's usually the easiest way to find it. Just go to the episode or whatever. Um, We are live on Alpha Geek Media Tuesdays on channel two at two thirty p.m. Eastern time, twelve thirty Mountain, eleven thirty a.m. Pacific. That's Alpha Geek Media pushing the right buttons. Anyway, uh, this show's made possible by uh, patrons who. Oh, uh, well, see now I'm already pushing too many buttons, Hudson. Gosh darn it! I do this every time. I was getting cocky and trying to play it like a play like a keyboard that I knew. Anyway, thank you for everyone. Thank you to everyone who supports the show through Patreon at patreon.com slash danclass. We want to give special thanks to uh, Harold Goldner, Megan. Hi, Megan. Jeff Short, Rob Usden Dave Jackson, Mike Hamilton, Flores tom carroll david jason gerard cortinez chris class scott mercer jim carriotis i hope that i said that right and many others uh thank you thank you thank you for uh supporting the show there it is all that stuff got turned off oh there's my email address pill at danclass.com hudson is playing the what is that is that no, like a nintendo base year. or something
0: you're playing a bad Nirvana cover, so I thought I'd bring out the uh, the rock band guitar.
1: I understand. Here, let's play. Let's play another bad cover. Uh, oh, here we go. This one's supposed to sound like Thin Lizzy. I don't know who that is. You don't know that? There we go. Anyway, um, so that's it, Hudson. You don't have anything to plug, really, do you? You're just no, in sir. high school trying to survive Sorry. junior year. Yeah, I hear you, buddy. All right, so anyway, so thank you, uh, one and all. Next week we will be back. Same bat time, same bat channel. channel. Don't know what we're going to talk about because, as you know, I never do. Um, See you later. I'm going to get some lunch. Are you hungry? Yeah. Yeah, luckily we have nothing to eat in the house, so good parenting. All right, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Oh, that didn't work. Now, what I'm supposed to do now, Hudson, is run the, and I know you can hear me. Out there. I'm beat? supposed to... No, no, that's okay. I'm Because I'm, I'm talking to you on purpose. I'm going to click the button that's supposed to play the Jacket Media um, thing. Yeah. Let's see if it crashes the whole system. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, I thought the song was... All right, let's... Yeah. How do we get this song? The Bitters Pill is produced by Jacket Media, makers of fine podcasts since 2004. That's...